<laughs> but anyway okay you're gonna we, have to answer that question can we get a time out <laughs> <laughs> what you okay. I'm just saying my time out okay I'm just saying the unrecorded but oh yeah let's stop it yeah I'm sweating yeah in 2010, thought I was doing something. And now I'm rapping with a crew or something. I guess the track don't really stick unless he's gluing something. And I never fit the shoe until I do or something. Yo, bracing myself like teeth. Boy, it's the same old route on some new concrete. But homie, these tunes make you get a new ID. I'm trying to do my thing, but the commute ain't cheap. I'm on a two-day week for all this rap these days. And we can still pitch the track to all the wack DJs. We're singing happy days, wearing tacky J's. And I'm just pumped that I made it out my nappy phase. Let's go. We can turn hey, y'all. The OGs and new listeners alike. I am Randy, and this is my indie episode. Indie episodes are individual episodes Mikey and I record. It's a way for us to honor who we are as individuals and not just who we are as spouses. And today, I am going to talk to my dad, aka Big Rand, about forgiveness and reconciliation and himself. Say hi, dad. Hello. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little nervous. That's fair. Okay. All right. So just we're going to have an icebreaker question. It's going to be fine. So I'm going to ask you to introduce yourself and just tell us a story about why we have the same name. <laughs> you don't remember. <laughs> I do remember. Okay. I do remember. But uh, like I told you, I'm nervous. That's So fair. the questions, you know, I got to think about it. Mm-hmm. So why do we have the same name? I told your mother. Mm-hmm. I didn't care, boy or girl. <laughs> I'm listening. No, this is funny. Boy or girl that I wanted her name or his name to be Junior. Okay. Now, if it's a girl, we can spell it differently. Okay. Which we did. Actually, I wanted the name to be so close to mine. That's why your name is what it is. Randy Danielle. Instead of Randy Darnell. Mm-hmm. Well, no. I think Darnell is universal. But it doesn't sound right to me. <laughs> God. Okay. And so anyway, I wanted to be, you know, all the way right. Okay. So that's the answer to that question. Okay. You want to tell us anything about yourself? You want people to know it's Sagittarius season? Okay. Yes, yes. And y'all got to forgive me because I'm a little nervous. That's my first time. <laughs> I'm a virgin. That, oh, oh no! Oh my god! So uh, they used to it from Mikey. Okay. Because Mikey be daddy, you are doing very well. Okay. I don't feel like it. You doing I, well? I, I feel like I'm shaking. You're gonna, you're shaking probably, but mm-hmm. it doesn't come across in audio. Okay. And no one's watching us. They feel like it. Except they, they the keep people, looking at me. The people stop looking. No grandparents. What you mean? He talking about the answer for all to y'all. Oh Lord. Okay. Anything about yourself? Just something. Just uh, let's do. Let's do. What's your favorite color? You got to get closer. Now I have a couple of favorite colors. Okay. Purple, black, blue, red, green, mm-hmm. yellow. Okay. White. <laughs> I have a couple of those. The primary colors are your favorite. Yes. Okay. I know because I like the natural. I like fall colors too. Oh, like. Burgundies, burnt yeah. orange. Yes, I love yes. I love brown. I'm into colors. Yes. So I have a lot of colors. Okay. So, you know, that's where I'm at with that. Who's your favorite artist? I have a couple of those. Okay. As in what group though? Your favorite rap artist. I already know the answer. <laughs> Too short. What you say? Too short. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and who else? Pimpsey. Uh Outcast. Yes. Uh T I. Okay. Uh Yandro. Okay. Uh who uh Ludacris. Y'all see he's very Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I deal with a lot of people, you know what I'm saying? Uh Lil Kiki, uh uh, you know, that's a Houston person. Oh, okay. I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, he down with the Houston boy, all them. Okay. Zero. Who? 
Zero. He a Houston guy too. Oh, okay. Scarface. Oh, okay. I all Scarface. them deal with each other. Okay. Mikey, <clears throat> Mikey no. listens to Scarface. Yeah, all them deal with each other. Um, you know, I have a couple of them. Okay. See, getting you calm. Yeah. All right, y'all. So this indie has been heavy, heavy, heavy on my mind, and I'm happy to present it to you all. And I hope you enjoy. All right, y'all. So what had happened was I was washing dishes one day and all I could think about was interviewing my dad. And while I was preparing to drop another indie, so like I was already prepping another indie, um, this one would not leave my mind. And for anyone interested in my creative process, once I get an episode I did in my head, I cannot move on until I do it. It won't let me sleep. And so, uh, but not just that, this summer, my dad, my sister, and I had a profound and beautiful conversation that was the epitome of all I've ever wanted you, daddy, to say to us. Um, I won't go into details about all of it because everything not for the internet, but I will say that I arrived at your house that day, dad, feeling like an orphan. (laughs) I was feeling very uh unlovable and hated and disliked for all the reasons you know but also I was oddly open so before I introduce you I want to tell you daddy four things you said during our conversation that moved me and inspired this episode all right one you told us things that happened in our childhood including your actions and choices were not our fault And that you can't believe that y'all forgot how much you remembered as kids and why y'all didn't think we would also remember the things that we remember. Two, you told us things about your childhood and drug use that you never told us before that put a lot of things in perspective about our childhood and your childhood. And I also found it extremely vulnerable of you. Three, you said repeatedly that you wanted to be in our lives and that you wanted the reconciliation and connection to be real. So you knew that meant we had to lay everything out on the table and you knew that it meant it would take time as well. And then four, you took accountability for all the stuff, including the divorce, and you didn't tell us we were wrong or lying about the things that we were called to you. And so while I walked away from the conversation, With a lot of emotions, I wanted to first and foremost say thank you. I try. (laughs) I try. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Dad. So do you have anything to say before I move on? Uh, Not really. I'm I'm listening to you. You know, proud of you. Doing what you dreamed of doing. So not really. Not right now. Okay. I'm just trying to prepare for these questions. <laughs> well, you so my dad has reviewed the questions. He has agreed he doesn't need a lawyer. Everything is fine. Um, so, so we're gonna see. I promise it's gonna be okay. You're gonna love the episode. Okay. Okay. So my first icebreaker question. This is to warm you up. What is one of your happiest memories from your childhood? Anything before you turned 14? How old are you when you're in the seventh grade? 12. Okay. So in the seventh grade, that was my moment when I received my water bed. (laughs) (laughs) Stop spitting in your chair. Let me, okay. You said you you received your water bed. Mm -hmm. Okay. Can you please tell us what, why? (laughs) I've seen pictures of said water bed. Mm -hmm. You were in seventh grade when they got you a water bed? Yes. Okay. Tell us that story, please. Well, As you know, mm-hmm. I'm the youngest out of my three, two siblings. Mm-hmm. So after my sister has had left and my brother left and went to the service, it was only me. Mm-hmm. We grew up on bump bed. Mm-hmm. So I had a bump bed in there and I was getting big. Mm-hmm. So my dad came in one day and said, well, what kind of bed you want? Because <laughs> he seen me looking at the commercial all the time uh-huh. on TV about the water bed. I always said, I want one. I want one. So one day he came in and said, boy, what kind of bed you want? And I said, a water bed. <laughs> he looked at me. He said, you sure? I said, yeah, I know what I want, a water bed. In two weeks, I had a water bed. <laughs> that is crazy. How long How long did it last? Did it, did it y'all pop? Bu- y'all bust the water bed. Oh, we did? Yeah, um, y'all bust, but we kept it. Even when we moved into the apartment, that's the bed made your mother slept in. Oh, I didn't know that. But it wasn't water at the time. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was a mattress holder. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> but it was, but it was still set up as a waterbed. Okay. But it just didn't have the plastic um, container. Okay. It had a mattress. Okay. All right. I'm still getting over my nervousness. It's okay. We got time. Okay. It's been a while since I spoken to a speaker. <laughs> <laughs> Just tap into your gift of gab. All right. So the icebreaker question is something I will also answer. One of my happiest memories from my childhood. Uh, the water fight we had. I don't know. We had a lot of water fights. But there was one water fight. Mm-hmm. I remember. Keon was like, I think he was one. Y'all were still married. Mm-hmm. Y'all were in the kitchen. And mama was telling you, Randy, I'm not playing with you. Don't pour this water on me. Mm-hmm. Don't do this. And her back was to me, to the kitchen door. And you... Your face is towards me, and I poured some ice down her shirt, mm-hmm. and then all hell broke loose, <laughs> and we just all ran through the house and had this big water fight. You turned the shower on and put Keon in the shower. <laughs> I don't know what. <laughs> it was crazy, and I think afterwards we like went to the movies or something, but uh, that was a lot of fun. That was one of my happiest memories um, as a kid. And also the luau. I know I'm giving two, but the luau we did, that was mm-hmm. a lot of fun. We had the volleyball net, yeah. all the June birthdays, all the Gemini's. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. It was, it I was a lot of Yeah, that was a fun day. Yeah, that's a lot of Yeah. <laughs> all right. Okay, Dad, how you feeling? I'm still a little nervous. Okay. <laughs> what, would help, what would help you uh, not be nervous? I got to get this just, just flow. Okay, well, I need you to sit closer to the mic, sir. I'm talking about you can't hear yeah, me. No. I, I'll keep raising. Okay. Just that you just stay sitting. You see how close I am? You mm-hmm. see how high it moves? But see, you're used to it. I got to get used to this. Yeah. So we got to talk more on the mic. Okay. All right, Daddy. First okay. question. All right. Why did you want to be a dad? Okay. <laughs> bear with me. Bear with me on that question. Okay. To be honest with you. Okay. Yes, we love honesty. I was young at the time. Mm-hmm. And being young, we learned by trial and error. Mm-hmm. I had good parents. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Awesome parents. But I think my parents were like I am with y'all when it came to certain conversations. My mother wasn't, because we could talk about anything. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to my dad, we still could, but we didn't. <laughs> yes. God, during that time, he was a different man. I, yes, vaguely. So anyway, we didn't have those birds and the bees conversations in my house. Mm-hmm. Trial and error. Mm-hmm. You understand me? Mm-hmm. So when the trial and error happened <laughs> and the trial came... <laughs> Oh my God. Which was the child. Mm-hmm. Then you had to make a decision. Okay. So I had to make a decision. As Cat William would say, it's time to make a pimp decision. Mm-hmm. I had to make a pimp decision. Oh my God. So the pimp decision was you don't have the babies. What you gonna do? Mm-hmm. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. 
So that is what really happened. And then because of how I felt about your mother at the time, mm-hmm. I wanted a family because that's what I grew up in. Mm-hmm. I didn't grow up behind no divorce and all that type of shit. Mm-hmm. That's what she grew up in. Mm-hmm. See the difference? Mm-hmm. They split up. They did their thing or whatever, whatever, but they worked it out. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so that's how that happened with the kids. So as I always wanted kids now. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like I told you, I had that experience. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, as we continued, I was young at the time. Mm-hmm. I met your other brother, mother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. My other brother's mother. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> your brother from another mother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. The same thing. Mm-hmm. Trial and error. And the trial came. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the trial came. Mm-hmm. Which is the child. Mm-hmm. So you had to make a... But uh, that's all another story. So why was your pimp decision to remain a dad? Because who's going to... you going to remain my child, right? <laughs> I mean, I every daddy don't think that way. That's what I was asking you. But that's how I was raised. Okay. Look at how I was mm-hmm. I left my parents' house when I was 21 when? Married your mama. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was raised that way. Mm-hmm. You know, I seen everything, everything, but what is it? Yeah. 54 years. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's where I come from. Okay. Anyway, that's another story, too. But you, that ain't going to change. Okay. I don't care how mad we get and we don't talk, whatever, but they're going to say DNA. Okay. It's going to be the same, man. Yes. So that's what I think. All right. So what are you most proud of as a dad? That all my kids turned out okay. Y'all awesome. Thanks. Like real talk. I'm talking about I look at not to be in judgmental. No way. Mm-hmm. But I, some of the stuff I see out in the world, <laughs> I am very proud and thankful and grateful for y'all. I'm like, real talk. Because I see some stuff that I'm like, wow. I wouldn't know how to act if y'all act some of those stuff I have seen in my life. Like what? Give us one example of some crazy stuff you done seen. And you was like, man, I'm happy my kids are like this. I'm on a train one day coming home from work. Mm-hmm. This happened recently. There's two young guys, like about 13, 14. They on a the bus. It's a, I'm sitting here, like you sitting. There's someone sitting on the other side, mm-hmm. white lady. Anyway, she uh, looking at the phone. She in the phone, mm-hmm. minding the business. Next stop came, they snatched the phone out of her hand and jumped out the train. I'm paying attention to my phone, so I don't really see it, but I see it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? My peripheral. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she crying. <laughs> it's not like, I'm, I'm really laughing how you told the story. Okay, she crying. <laughs> she, you know, she crying. I'm like, you know, what's wrong? She, and I knew what was wrong, but I'm just, you know, mm-hmm. trying to comfort. And she was like, this damn my phone, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, <laughs> damn. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know what else to say. So dude sitting beside her, like, he pulled his shirt off. He like, I wish they would have tried me at a pistol right mm-hmm. now. Anyway, give me to the question you asked me mm-hmm. that type stuff you know what i'm saying to see my kids out there doing some craziness so see them out there selling their bodies mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. uh, some crazy shit that you don't have to do is better way mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so that type stuff not being judgmental but knowing we didn't raise y'all up that way okay so that's how i be thinking okay i'd rather see my children doing good than you know in jail somewhere in the gray right that's all I'm saying. Buy some dumb stuff they're doing. Okay. You know. So. Okay. Thanks, Sam. All right. Um, okay. Next question. During our conversation when we went to your house, you said you knew you couldn't change for us because you knew the change wouldn't stick if you did change just for us. Mm-hmm. So my question is, obviously, you inspired your change. Like, you changed for you. But what inspired said change? <laughs> like, was it an event 
did you have a dream did you hear god what <laughs> like i'm serious. like what was like you know what i think i'm i think mm-hmm. i'm good now mm-hmm. like i tell everyone when they tell me about an individual their child uh, father mother whoever it may be life have phases and it's all about the individual mind of how their life gonna go mm-hmm. but you gotta be smart with it even with stupid shit <laughs> excuse me like <laughs> you get you. yeah but even with stupid stuff you gotta be smart mm-hmm. when i was doing drugs i was doing them yeah. yes you know what i'm saying i was <laughs> Abuccino and Scarface like I've seen that movie that movie was crazy and that was me for 15 16 years that's a long time I started when I was 16 years old man in a police house how I know it was a police got the car in the driveway it's crazy I believe you I'm trying to tell you that much that's, he's holding his hand up very high <laughs> <laughs> to indicate a pile <laughs> that much but anyway and it started from there and that's a whole different 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 so our whole entire childhood yeah after two yeah (laughs) you were grown yeah you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. but anyway it was like that you know but i had my moments and and it was a phase though i had it in my mind i ain't gonna do this shit forever lucy he's naming ex-girlfriends yeah and then uh, you know, during the times that that was going on, mm-hmm. but <sighs> I know in my mind I wasn't doing my whole life. Mm-hmm. I was seeing people die right in front of me. Mm-hmm. You understand? Know I yeah. was seeing stuff, hearing stuff, mm-hmm. all types of stuff were going on mm-hmm. to make me make that choice. You need to change. Just stop. Change or die. Yeah. So they were the two choices. Self-preservation. There you go. So that's why I made a decision. That needs to stop. So what, I've always wanted to know, what was the, I mean, clearly it's just addictive, but like, was there something you were, that you enjoyed? Like, was it like a feeling? Was it just like? All about a feeling. Oh, okay. That's everything you do. Okay. When you drink something, what are you drinking it for? To to feel to feel Good. something, feel something. <laughs> everything by the feeling mm-hmm. you smoke something while you're smoking it for. to feel something there you go so or to ev- stop feeling something everything basically mm-hmm. is about a feeling that you ingest okay food if you're hungry mm-hmm. you got a taste for something <laughs> yeah everything is based on a feeling right so during that time my mind was out there Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? I didn't give a darn it. I didn't care. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Because that was another issue of growing up. Because we were last, what you call them, last kids. Last kids, uh uh-huh. Yeah, my parents, they worked all the time, so they wanted mm-hmm. uh, But the neighbors were. Mm-hmm. But they, you know what I'm saying? You know, neighbors. You know, kids going to say that's what they do. Mm-hmm. So we did what we did. But learn to it. That's why I can't do it now. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't drink liquor like I was doing during that time mm-hmm. i can't can't handle it but i said now and i say okay you know it's so crazy the first time i put up my ancestor altar mm-hmm. the first thing i asked him to do was make you stop drinking mm-hmm. this was two years ago and the answer i got back was you know this man gonna have to make his decision himself. His i'm gonna tell you something though i'm beyond with you i was working at lincoln <laughs> and for some reason lord just keep spent sending people preachers in my life mm-hmm because you need the word. So, yeah, probably be. Probably, <laughs> <laughs> that just probably be the case. But anyway, my boss man told me one day, I used to drink every day at Lincoln. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about every day. 2020, 19, 18, I, I got me a bottle mm-hmm. or two mm-hmm. in my pocket. Mm-hmm. So anyway, one day he, he seen me. Mm-hmm. He said, uh, well, you know you're going to start drinking one day, right? I said, mm-hmm. <laughs> he said you'll see and mind you he's a preacher mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway I had been fighting it for years cause when I was with Coretta mm-hmm. I get sick all the time yeah I'm talking about all the time long period of time she tell but from I, drinking from drinking mm-hmm. but I was fighting it mm-hmm. my body was telling me then to stop to stop 
But I'm like, fuck that. I'm gonna get over there. <laughs> like, you know, you know, being stubborn. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Being a rebel. As I but killing myself faster mm-hmm. than I thought. Yeah. <clears throat> because you don't know what it's doing to the inside when your body's saying stop. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? I was overdoing it. So I stopped. I had stopped drinking beer for like four or five years. I just thought about just thought about drinking beer. Okay. So I had stopped everything, man. Like seriously. So that's how it happened. Yeah, that's how it happened. With God help though. I didn't do it by myself. I never <laughs> take credit for nothing. Never would have made it. Never would have made it. Without Christ Jesus. That's just the truth though. <laughs> Shit, I'll make a rap song out of that one. <laughs> Remix. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Okay. That. that was that was very enlightening. All right. Next question. What about your childhood affected the way you parented and showed up in your marriage? Something positive I'm a, and something negative. Okay. I'm gonna be honest with you though. Okay. I didn't do my research. Your research about what? Marriage. Oh, okay. It's a lot because my mind was different. To be honest with you, I should have did it. <laughs> no, no, no. Because of me now. No, I know what you're saying. Yeah, I shouldn't have did it. Like, Not you taking off your coat. Yeah, I'm hot. <laughs> but, uh, I, I shouldn't have did it for the simple fact I didn't do my research. I did my research on someone else's marriage. And um. that's wrong. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, it you is. You cannot wrong. set your life up on somebody else's life. Mm-hmm. So it was so much, so much wrong into the reason why I did it. Mm-hmm. Now I did it because of y'all, mm-hmm. as in I had kids. In other words, mm-hmm. so I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. let me make it right. Mm-hmm. Still having human nature mm-hmm. going on at 21 years old, mm-hmm. mama 18. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. You understand? <laughs> yes, I do. Anyway, so when she moved in with us, after she got pregnant, mm-hmm. that was three years. Mm-hmm. So from that, that what made us jump the broom. Oh, okay, yes. We both were young, so we didn't know what the hell we were doing. We were just trying to do something right mm-hmm. and learn on the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's how I look at it. So... Not doing my research, not really knowing what the hell I was doing. Mm-hmm. Just trying to do something right. Mm-hmm. Made raising y'all a little different. Difficult. Mm-hmm. Because it seemed like everything I did was wrong. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, take a witch. Okay, I'm taking with me. We go there and goddamn play the video game, whatever, whatever. But we're wrong when I get back. You been drinking? What? I was supposed to drink. No, <laughs> you're not supposed to drink. <laughs> See, that's too much. Or do drugs. So, what do you mean that's too much? I, the drinking part was all right. Nothing doing the drug. I can understand that. But I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But. And your friends were crazy, Danny. We love them. No, they were crazy here. But they, they were crazy. Love. I know. Yes. They was, uh, but we love them. They were good to us, but they were crazy. I, I know. So, to answer your question, lack of knowing mm-hmm. the truth of how marriage can be. Mm-hmm. Can be like what? like As in how you can make it. Marriage is how you make it. Mm-hmm. And oh, you don't have to you, be how other people. Exactly. Oh, okay. Just because somebody over there doing whatever they're doing. Don't mean you got to. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know. So that's how I had to look at it as I grew. Okay. So the N word that bothers me. People thought marriage. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. It bothers me mm-hmm. because of my experience with it. Mm-hmm. That has nothing to do with y'all. See, <laughs> I had a problem with control. Controlling yourself. No, that too. Oh, okay. <laughs> you understand what I'm oh, saying? Okay. All that for growing up, you know what I'm saying? Because of the 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 help I was getting of my action during the time of the stuff, you know what I'm saying? Stuff I was doing. Mm-hmm. I should make you react mm-hmm. instead of think before you react. Mm-hmm. You just go boom. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that wasn't good. Mm-hmm. That's what kept all that crazy stuff going on. Is it that was, you were impulsive? Or that they were impulsive. The the drugs that I was doing was restaurant. Oh, okay. And then doing a marijuana. Had to do with a white girl. 
you know, it's crazy because our whole childhood, I thought you were smoking weed the whole time. Like, I thought that's what was wrong. That was a cover. I I thought that that's what it was. was. In college, I was so afraid to do any. I didn't do anything because I was like, no, y'all don't know what I grew up with because weed is, y'all, it's crazy. <laughs> Just to find out it wasn't weed. I was like, I lost four years. <laughs> Of being a college kid, because I was like, I don't know, y'all don't know. It's different weed in Atlanta. Got to be because they said it was weed, (laughs) (laughs) and it turned out not to be weed. But yeah, it wasn't weed. I did all the drugs I've ever done in my life were pills and coke, Mm -hmm. Mm, triple stat shit like that, sex pills, stuff like that. Really? Yeah, Uh, we used to pop them bitches like Eminem. So what now? Sex pills they they just make you want to have sex. Yeah. And that's all we did. Oh, okay. I'm like, why are you? It's not like you're taking it to get high, but you're taking it to get going. Yeah. Like, uh, what's some things for men? No, nah, not, oh, like not that. those. Oh, no, okay. like, like, um, uh, like, uh, Batman, Superman's, uh, like the triple stats and shit. I have no idea what you're talking. Triple stack the same as that. Oh, okay. Yeah, triple stack, double stack, all that shit, more you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that type of shit. Oh, I didn't know. <clears throat> yeah. No. Yeah, all that. Them, them sets, I, I. I've only drank Hennessy and yeah. <laughs> I stats and, but, yeah, and 1800 coconut. Uh, that is the. <laughs> but they do the same thing, uh-huh. but it just make you feel a certain way. Okay. So you take them type things, somebody touch you, and that shit may uh, oh. have your whole body on some bullshit. I'm reading a book mm-hmm. where, anyway. Ecstasy. 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 Yeah. Oh. Those type things. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, you learn something new every day. I did not know that. Okay. Okay. Something positive. A lot of the positive. Family oriented. Mm-hmm. It always stayed that regardless of the disagreements. Mm-hmm. Because like I say, they always made up. Mm-hmm. If it took two months or two weeks, you see what they had. Mm-hmm. So that's how, that's the positive part to me. And my dad always paid everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my mom never really paid a bill. She helped. Mm-hmm. But he ev- covered the mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. He did everything. Mm-hmm. When I say everything, everything. We will have much education, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he, the positive part that you can do will be what you want to be, mm-hmm. regardless of the education. It's all about what you want. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's the positive part. Okay, and how did that impact how you positively? work with us in your opinion well now once again like i said in the beginning of this conversation i have two siblings that's older than me mm-hmm. so what they showed me is what i tried to show y'all you understand what i'm saying which was what love oh yeah but that's all i ever seen mm-hmm. you understand what i'm saying yeah okay all right next question what does reconciliation with all your children look like to you best case scenario when you're daydreaming we're praying. What does reconciliation with all of your children look like to you? Best case scenario. Uh, we all are on vacation. Okay. Having a good time. Hawaii. I want to go to Hawaii. I always wanted to go to Hawaii. Okay. And I want to go to Ghana. Oh. I always wanted to go to Ghana. I've never been there. But once you told me about it, I was like, you know, son, that would be a good trip. Mm-hmm. So we hook up and we have family time. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And enjoy each other. You know what I'm saying? Just enjoy each other, have a good time, love each other. And just because life going, it don't stop. It don't. You know what I'm saying? One of us can drop right now, but this life ain't going to stop. So, how long you want to be on vacation for? Uh, What you mean? You said you want to do vacation with us to Ghana or Hawaii or <laughs> at least At least when I do it, I ain't with all that budget. I like to go and stay for about a week or two. Okay. A good week be good. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we you know what I'm saying? Go have a good time and enjoy ourselves. And see something different. Mm-hmm. We see shit all the time. <laughs> I'm talking real life. My mm-hmm. whole life. I'm forty eight years old. So I have seen this mm-hmm. a long time. Yeah. I'm ready to go. Yeah, I get what you mean. All right, so there's a question that's not on here that I want to ask you that I forgot. What is your favorite thing about being our grandfather? Now, that's a new experience for me. Mm-hmm. And right now, I haven't really, because I don't see my grandbaby that much. Because you be working. That too. But, 
But anyway, mm-hmm. I I haven't really spent time with her like I want to. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, anything y'all come over, you know, when you can. Mm-hmm. I know your business and stuff, but I haven't really experienced that yet. Well, what do you like about her? What I like about my baby? Mm-hmm. I want to know. Come on, this should loosen you up real good for the last two questions. Okay, tell us up. <laughs> for one, that's my grandbaby. Mm-hmm. For two, she's beautiful. She's gorgeous. Yeah, she knows she did. You know what I'm saying? And 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 that's my grandbaby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And my only grandbaby, my first. I won't say my last, but that's my first. Mm-hmm. Got a breed may buff one in this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> she do. Uh, I, I'm, I'm getting that feeling. I'm, I, getting, I'm getting that option <laughs> in my in my spirit. It's, and not you saying this now. When two months ago you thinking it was never gonna happen. Well, I didn't say it's gonna happen. I said she might bust <laughs> one off in this. I said might. <laughs> I cannot. Okay. But I ain't gonna promise that. But anyway, I, you know, I just think about uh, my, my grandbaby. It's something to make you want to live for. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Somebody that just make you want to just see her, want to grow up and be whatever she, you know, she want to be in life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Cause that's what it's all about, man. Life ain't nothing but a cycle. Yeah. So. You know, it gets better. It's supposed to get better. But as we look at it, it's like it's getting worse. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? You look at the news every day. This shit is so depressing. Mm-hmm. So you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that type stuff, man. You know, having a grandchild. Buy your first. Mm-hmm. I'm a second. Mm-hmm. It don't really matter who would had. But because your first ass. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? And you're being a good mother and you're being good parents to her. You understand what I'm saying? That's all that is one package. Mm-hmm. It's one package. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? But yeah, no, she's great. She's great. Uh, I love her. I'm talking about, like, seriously. And I'm going to tell you, it makes me want to just spoil the mess out of her. Mm-hmm. Like, real talk. I'm talking about because she reminded me so much of y'all when y'all was growing up. Mm-hmm. And that's all we did with y'all. Mm-hmm. We spoiled you and we fed you with books. And, you know, we wanted to see y'all be mm-hmm. something. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we actually did a lot to get y'all the way yet. Yeah. So, you know, she, I see the same thing in her. You know, when I look at her, I see you and Bree. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I love her. Yeah. And, and my baby. Yeah, she's, she's <laughs> cute, pie. All right, Danny. Last two questions. What would you, as you now, mm-hmm. big grand, 48 years old, what would you say to a younger you? Something encouraging. Something only you could say to little you. What uh, would you say? I would say, well, that's something to think about. I would say, honestly, mm-hmm. starting at the age, I, I would start talking to myself by 13. Okay. By 13, I would have said, stay in school. I would have focused more on the books. Then on the women. Yeah. Why? I mean. Because yeah. the women going to be down. They will. Especially in school. They're more girls. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> They're more girls in school. You could have just But when I was younger, I was thinking backwards. Mm-hmm. Like a mind. <laughs> and my mind wasn't like that. And I don't blame that. I just, when I sit back and think about the stuff, I'm like, Wow. Uh, you know, like some of them, they forgot and shit. No, I actually remember. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, I made it through all that, you know, decisions. All the bad decisions, I made it through this shit. To be able to teach someone that you're able to leave this shit alone. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You can't say, I can't stop. Yes, you can. You can stop just like you started. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It may take a little longer, but you got to want it. Mm-hmm. It's all about what you want. And once I found out that phrase in life, what do you want as in me? Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I start making my decisions. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Sometimes I'll be with a person that do mm-hmm. what, what I'm talking about doing. Mm-hmm. I probably don't decide I don't want to do it that day. Mm-hmm. But you with individual. The individual that does the type of stuff we used to do, they like, if you don't do it, you know, it, it causes a big, big mm-hmm. hurt. It's like when you go out to a party and they're like, you're not drinking? Yeah. It's like, and then they, you got to drink and then they exactly. end up dogging you the whole time. Exactly. Yeah. So it'd be the same way, but a little worse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm talking about like for real. With- <laughs> a little worse. 
<laughs> so you end up here, you know, mm-hmm. doing it. Then both of you fucked up. Mm-hmm. But they happy now. Mm-hmm. You know, they feel like they ain't alone. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then we get out it, but you know yeah. what I'm saying? But I remember this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you what broke the camera back. <laughs> I'm telling you what broke. I said this shit to myself sitting at the table. And I did table, but the table I was in that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> My God. I think I was working. I, I don't know what the hell I was working at the time. But I was married to your mother. And I had been gone for a week. A week away from the house? A week. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> I left that too. So I ain't coming at that damn. That too. Where were you? In the dope house. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. <laughs> We had my partner house. Everybody snotted up. We playing card for five days. Five days. <laughs> oh no, Daddy. Oh no. Seriously. Oh no. At the table, gone. Five days, boy. When I got back to that house, I know she told you up. <laughs> I know she did. War. Who he gonna know me? Time me and your mom split up. Just over the crazy decisions that I was making at that time, but you know, the reason why I talk about it so much because it's amazing. I'm here to talk about this. It is amazing. You covered like for real. So that's why I'll be like, no, I'm good. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's with anything I decided to not do no more. Mm -hmm. I'm good. I'm good, Mm -hmm. and I'll be for real. I'm good. So you would tell your younger self th- would, all of this? I would tell my younger self just niggas stay right. <laughs> yeah. Wait. I said I would have waited. I'm going to tell you something. I always try to explain this. Even though trial and error with, with kids and learning life, that's what I mean by trial and error. Mm-hmm. Even though that happened, I'm glad it did. Mm-hmm. Because I want to ask you. Mm-hmm. you know but... <laughs> The way you and Mikey did about Drew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I planned her. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You see the difference? Mm-hmm. So when you plan, you're more prepared. Mm-hmm. When you don't plan, you, you got to get prepared. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So it's a difference. Mm-hmm. So we had to get prepared too many times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 oh, boy, boy. Yeah. But, you know, I tell you, Ryan, I think about it and I say, now, I would do it. No, I won't. No, hell, I won't. You won't do it again? Nah, you, yeah. I, I wouldn't do it anymore. I'm telling you something, because I'm going to kill myself a couple of times now doing that crazy shit. I believe you. Yeah, believe me. A couple of times. Mm-hmm. That I would go. How many, how many times you got to almost kill yourself? I, I was done. After the second time, what was it? <laughs> that was, I'm serious. I had, you're thinking about, I had a bit more. Like, yeah, Why remember. do you need that much? I always be like that. I always been that way. God, when I dealt with that's it. when you started. That's- I always dealt with the man. So I always dealt with the man. Oh, the direct contact. Damn right. Oh, I never dealt with the world. The middle. The in between. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, I dealt this with. This is not funny. I dealt with the him. They just go to the house and he just hunting. You know what I'm saying? Just like that. <laughs> we hung out. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So it was like that. So they'll give me a lot of this shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Fit it out. They probably give you a whole eight or two of them motherfuckers fit it out. Mm-hmm. Cause with me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But that was the devil. <laughs> <laughs> it was the devil. <laughs> that was the devil. And I'm telling you, now, you know, do that shit. Oh my God. I'm putting shit in your nose, but the red and some soap, <laughs> blow it, tissue, that like that. Leave it alone. Don't play with your nose. Leave you it clean. Don't do it. And they don't want it. Man. I learned the hard way. So, you don't have to worry about your daddy putting that in his nose, but what I just said. A rag is a soap. That's it. Tissue, <laughs> you know, blow it. That's it. <laughs> you ain't going to have nothing. You're going to say everything in the house. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> so, no, you don't want to do them things. Okay. So, any last thoughts before we close out yeah. our interview? Anything else you want to say? I would like... To see this go on TV. What go on TV? Your show. <laughs> I would like to see you blow up in this, as in, you know, get the uh, interview 
bigger people. Mm-hmm. You understand know what I'm saying? To get to really live your dream the way you want to. That's what I would like to say. Thank you. Are you a fan of BMM before you stop listening? Uh, <laughs> well, when I say yes, because it's you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm going to support. I'm going to support what you're doing. Now, if it's some crazy, which I have told you, <laughs> some of that stuff would be hard for me to listen to. This is fair. You know what I'm saying? So I'll be like, eh, I'm going to skip the episode. <laughs> 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 like being serious. But I'm proud of you because you are grown. Mm-hmm. You're not a child The way you're my child But you're a grown lady mm-hmm. And I respect that uh, You know I don't want you to think It ain't like that They had to look at you As a woman Uh-huh Okay Cause you, you got a little baby That look at you as mama mm-hmm. So I don't take nothing away from you You know what I'm saying But I'm just letting you know What I see in my eyes I get it Okay Okay Thank you daddy right. See You survived You made it Good job y'all <laughs> that was my dad it's been a few days since we recorded that interview and i'm so excited y'all get to hear it and grateful that my dad was willing to come on it has been four years since we started the podcast and never did i ever imagine that my dad and i would be in the space to talk like we do with each other especially on the podcast um as i said earlier in the episode it is a connection i wish we had had when i was a child And yet I recognize there is a gift in having him how he is now. Now. (sighs) During our convo this summer with he and my sister, a lot was said. And um, and again, while I won't while it's really impossible to disclose everything and I and I wouldn't. I will say that I recently saw a highlight of Kelly Rowland's interview with Angie Martinez on Angie's In Real Life podcast. And Kelly spoke about seeing her dad and talking to him after the decades he was gone. And she said she went into the conversation ready to be all in his face and asking him questions like, why weren't you there? And why did you do this? And all the things. But instead, when she saw him, something in her spirit said, be quiet. And so she did. And for two hours straight, her dad talked to her and spilled all he could. Whatever he could say in those two hours, he said it. And this is exactly what our conversation this summer was like. And I even got to confront him about something he did to us that has left me frozen in time. And never in my life did I ever think I would ever actually confront him about any of it. Like I always just thought I would just like pussyfoot around it and, you know, (laughs) just never, never say anything. But. That was not in the cards this year. And um, and this is also why we never say never. Um, and this is why, you know, we, like Kelly Rowland said about her spirit, we enter the room quietly. And hearing him confirm and affirm and acknowledge the things we experienced was healing. And hearing him share his secrets was healing as well. And above all, the convo got me thinking a lot about shame and how shame keeps a lot of us lost and stuck and trapped and so finally i'll leave you with this i don't know a time i haven't felt guilty or ashamed this has colored literally every decision i have made in my life and the more i let it lead the more i fucked shit up for myself the deeper the well of shame got what had shame gotten me shame doesn't course correct or compel folks to make better choices. I was living in a community full of women who felt shamed, who had been born from shame, who projected nothing but shame, and it did nothing for us. It had done nothing for me. Shame is a liar, a thief, a murderer of dreams and vision. It is a manipulator. It too is an abuser. I had to contend with the reality that I had allowed shame to stifle any type of self-love and respect. I should have had for myself. I had spent most of my life conceding that I was a trash can, only good for receiving the worst from folks. I felt physical pain finally confronting the hard truth that this was the example I set for my children. And I asked myself, if you can't love yourself enough to turn this around, do you love your children enough? I embraced joy as my birthright. I decided I would claim and manifest every fucking thing someone told me I couldn't do. Claiming and manifesting these things go beyond just saying them. 
Rejecting shame is a messy and nasty affair. Dirty business. It requires some serious shadow work to unhinge yourself from the manifestations of hundreds of years of foolishness that shows up in every facet of your life. You commit yourself to being uncomfortable. I committed myself to being uncomfortable. You commit yourself to some of the worst emotional pain you have ever felt. I committed myself to that pain. You want to literally crawl out of your skin. It is not linear or exponential. And sometimes you realize that shame, hiding, shrinking, suffering is infinitely easier in the short term than the arduous and intentional work of getting spiritually and emotionally free. But you curate an abundant community that reminds you of what is on the other side, that loves on you, that pours into you, that holds you and sometimes shakes the shit out of you. You stay in therapy. You say the affirmations. You embrace it all because it's in the fire that you will be forged. It is there you will find peace and joy and liberation. It is in the fire that you destroy shame. Tanya Denise Fields, from the short story or from the anthology, Dirty Business, from the book You Are Your Best Thing, which I highly, highly, highly recommend. If you enjoyed this episode, please let us know, y'all. And if you enjoyed hearing my dad and his stories and, you know, just his transparency, let us know. Maybe leave a voicemail and I'll play it for him. Hmm? I would really appreciate it. Um, but if you don't want to leave a voicemail, that's fine. You know, you can also email us at blackmillmare at gmail.com. We always look forward to your feedback. The Black Millennial Marriage Podcast is hosted and co-produced by Mikey and Randy Chapman. All episodes of the Black Millennial Marriage Podcast are edited by me, Randy Chapman, at Rudy Productions, a podcast management company. The podcast management company, as Mikey would say. We are now still available on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and all your favorite streaming services. Rate us five stars, y'all, and review us. We love hearing from y'all. To support our podcast, consider joining us at Patreon at patreon.com slash black millennial marriage. There you'll get unedited episodes. So the patrons that got the completely unedited version of this episode, which I for the feedback, they really enjoyed it. it was It was quite funny. Um, edited and ad free. So no ads will play uh, if you're on Patreon and you're listening to this Zoom meetings with us and more. We Zoom every Thursday and we have Discord, y'all. It's popping over there. Okay, we got a wellness channel. It's fun. It's fun. But yes, so consider joining us. And be sure to check out our website, www.blackmillennialmarriage.com. Now, the website is under an update, but y'all can go look at that pretty that pretty page I made to let y'all know that there was an update coming. And also, you can subscribe to the newsletter from there because we do still have a newsletter. Follow me on social media. On Instagram, I am Randy is Rich. And I'm also under Wordy Productions if you're interested in podcast things. And our personal or our our podcast Instagram page, Black Millennial Marriage on IG. All right, y'all. Thank you again for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. Be blessed. Don't settle. Fight clean. Peace. About time that I get back. Yo, I'ma get back. We can hold it down. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.